This is a Lip Media Podcast. This podcast is recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. The country we now call Australia was built on the stolen lands of hundreds of unique Indigenous nations, and we recognise that as white women, we continue to partake in and benefit from the act of colonisation. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Welcome to Bookslut, a podcast bringing erotica out of the gutter and into a snobbier gutter. Hi, my name is Abby. And I'm Sam. It should go without saying that this podcast is not safe for work, so put your headphones in. I have a song for you, if you like. Ooh, yes. To start this off. Is it a mermaid song? Yeah. (laughs) Join in if you know the words. Got a whale of a tale to tell you, lads. A whale of a tale to about the flapping fish and the girls I've loved in the nights like this with the moon above. The whale of a tale, and it's all true. I swear by my tattoo. What is <laughs> there? This? Was, there was mermaid Minnie. Right <laughs> down in Madagascar, she would kiss me any time that I would ask her. Then one day she. <laughs> Her flame of love blew out. <laughs> Roll me down and pick me up. She tossed me for a trout. God, <laughs> well, I can honestly say I have never heard that song before. <laughs> but I'm glad I have now. Uh, yeah, look, I apologize. But also, I feel like it's appropriate. It's a shanty. So, okay, so to kick today off, I think, first of all, very exciting. We are now part of Lip Media, which Woo-hoo. is a collective of podcasts that are all created by women and the LGBTQIA plus community, which is really exciting. Um, so, yay. Yay. And also, we're talking about mermaid erotica. Yeah, and it's really great because this is kind of full circle. I think the like initial spark idea of this podcast was you and I hungover in your bed <laughs> discussing having sex with a mermaid. <laughs> I mean, I feel like at some point in everyone's life, they come across a time when they need to grapple with this question. I mean, I have a lot of online blogs that have grappled with this question. And even like so, in pop culture, like they often grapple with this question of this idea of would you fuck a mermaid? And if you would, would it be fish tail or fish head? You know? Oh. I feel like if it's a fish head, it's not a mermaid. Well, it's no, a but, fish human. But I think there's a lot of like popular culture around being like, but if you're gonna fuck a mermaid, wouldn't it make more sense if their genitals were human? But also then it's a big fish head. <laughs> Yeah, it's really just putting a lot of focus on, like, I mean, A, this is men asking this yeah, question, it, I'm assuming. Exactly. Because, like, if I had the option of, I would I would fuck a man with a, with a fish penis over a fish head with a man's penis. Yeah. Like, also, because I'd be like, well, I'm probably more likely to get off if they go down on me. I don't give a fuck about their penis at that point. But you don't know what kind of, like, oral capacity a fish head has. Well, I would, that's why I wouldn't want a fish head. I'd want a human head. Because you know they can tail. disappoint you. Exactly. I want to know up front how disappointed I'm going to be. 
Oh no. I feel like a fish might be good at head because it would have that like. <laughs> like, like the you know, like a fish. <laughs> I mean, you. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I mean, maybe as long as it's sentient, you know, like it has. Uh, it's cons- it can it's consent. consent. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be consent. I think we just need to like overlay this entire conversation with. We assume from here on out, <laughs> all things we're talking about are sentient and can consent. Yes, and Otherwise, consent has been discussed previously. Yeah. Otherwise, it's. There's nothing sexy or fun about it if no. that's not no. part of it. Got no time. Got no time. No. So you read about mermaids. Yeah. So and an, and an important question that I asked you halfway through my research was male merman or female mermaid. Yeah. Well, and so I started off with a story called the Dirty Little Mermaid Tempest. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> A Paranormal Erotic Romance by Lilith T. Bell. So that's Uh where I started. Mm -hmm. And that is the tale of a mermaid with a human man. Mm -hmm. But that was, it took me like half an hour to read. And I was like, this is not an adequate (laughs) representation. It has not satisfied my (laughs) desire for mermaid porn. (laughs) Yeah. So I went looking for more. Okay, great. And then I, as a second book, I ended up reading um, The Merman's Kiss, a steamy mythology romance, (laughs) which is by Tasman Lee, because I wanted a more uh, uh, robust exploration of mermaid erotica. I feel like it's a good point. What is up with the term merman and then mermaid? Yeah. It upsets me. I didn't expect to be so upset by mer people in in my quest here, but I was like, why can't it be mer woman? Yeah, like from the outset, it's like you are already positioning the like in a gendered way mermaids as being yeah, or making it mer lad, making you know like mer lad. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I just I just feel like that annoys me. Fair. So, okay, so I read it, I ended up reading two stories because I wanted something that was with a mermaid and, and something with, that was with a merman. I actually really struggled to find anything that was mer person on mer person. It was always <laughs> yeah. like interspecies, assuming that a mer person is a different species to a human, which is a whole other conversation. I do have some notes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I believe, and I, I'm sorry, I'm going to get the science wrong. But there is the idea that they are, I think, like a different genus mm. or whatever, but same kind of, it, it's similar to like a horse and a donkey. Yeah, right, right. Same like family. Yeah. Yeah. But a different kind of offshoot. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there is there is that okay. idea. I do like, I mean, just on the mermaid merman thing, not to like harp on about it or whatever. <laughs> but, okay. <laughs> Go on. But I just have another point. I looked at a few dictionaries. <laughs> of course you did. Please tell. <laughs> and it was interesting because mermaid has a description, right, of like what it is. And merman in the dictionary says the male counterpart to a mermaid. So the mermaid is like the default. Yeah. Interesting. And then the merman is just like, they're just like, well, it's a male mermaid. Is, <laughs> is essentially what they Which is say. kind of, I like... My instinctive reaction to to that is like, oh, that's interesting because I feel like in how we historically or like religiously would talk about humans, 
Eve is just like, oh, she's a, a female, female version, version of Adam. Adam. Yeah, and it is an interesting point of like where it comes from and, you know, this idea of mermaids as inherently feminine. Yeah. Like like their species is inherently feminine and a lot of the folklore around that, which we'll, we'll yeah. get to. But. And I think there's something to be said about all underwater life being kind of inherently yeah i actually i mean i was gonna bring this up later oh now is a good time to talk about it go for it i read this great article that was called a phallus out of water (laughs) excellent title i am so here for like clever punny academic academic titles absolutely and it was uh it's a phallus out of water the construction of mermasculinity in modern day illustrations right and um it talks about a lot of stuff which we might get to later but um one of the things it talks about is the mer people's inherent link to nature and how nature is seen as feminine so like mother earth and people who care about the earth are more feminine and how it it actually kind of um, can go against somebody's masculinity to be tied to nature in yeah. the way that mermen are. So one of the other things that came up in this article was about race. And it came up in a few things that I was reading that was essentially equating people to a Western ideal of beauty. But also interestingly tying back to that idea of being connected with nature so often that nature connection is used for people of color you know so they're like the the noble savage kind of myth that that goes around there and you know um i think that's too too niche (laughs) okay well i was gonna say like the the australian miss universe competition that happened quite recently where all of the women of color were positioned in like leopard print behind oh. in front of ferns and whatever. Whereas the white women were in like white bikinis in a pool. Look, it's niche, but it's also entirely relevant. Yeah. So it's this, it's this point of like, if you're a person of color, you're positioned as like this more connected to nature in some yeah. way. and Which surely like, has something to do with this kind of very racist idea of you being a bit more animalistic. Yeah, exactly. And and being kind of less in control of your emotions and less, all of that kind of ties yeah. into it. And that serves to emasculate a, a merman, whereas it is seen as part and parcel of a mermaid. Yeah. Right? God, so many <laughs> layers already and I haven't even told you the story yet. Yeah, yeah. So, shall I tell you about the first story I read? Please do. So essentially, it is the story of a mermaid called Nadia. So as a recap, this is called The Dirty Little Mermaid. (laughs) It really does follow the sort of classic storyline that we associate with the Disney version of Little Mermaid. Can I say, I don't know, do you know about the actual version of Little Mermaid? (laughs) Let, Let me tell you this and then we can get into that. Great. Okay. So this story follows the Disney version, Uh which is very different to the original version. And so essentially this mermaid called Nadia is obsessed with this sailor. And so she like rebels against the, you know, her people and her father in particular. And she um, goes up to the surface and she sees him struggling in a storm. And so she saves him obviously takes him to land and it's raining and it's stormy on the beach and he's passed out because he has a head wound Mm -hmm. and then (laughs) 
He starts to wake up and then she gets worried about him seeing her and she's like, he's going to see that I am a mermaid. I better bail. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's forbidden, of course, for yeah, mermaids right. to be seen by I humans. Mean, of course. It, I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> of all the laws of mer people, this makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that one makes sense the most, yeah. Anyway, he wakes up and he like. Can grabs- I just say that there was like, there's a lot of historical things about people claiming that they saw mermaids and people think that they actually saw like a sea cow which is this like giant kind of creature that they then hunted to extinction. So I think that like for the mer people, that's a good rule. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, poor mer cow. I mer know. Mer cow? <laughs> sea cow. <laughs> <laughs> poor sea cow. I know. Yeah. I saw a picture of it. It was like. It was like a big manatee, like a really big. <laughs> also, manatee. like how horny do you have to be? Well, I mean, they weren't hunting it to have sex with it; they were just like hunting it. Yeah, but like the the stories originated from sailors oh, like yeah, seeing yeah, 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 things because yeah. they were like, "Oh, fuck something." <laughs> anyway, so she goes to leave. He grabs her wrists and he's like, "Oh no, you don't!" And then he's rude. Yeah, well, and then he starts to like feel like so. He's just waking up from. So he's a like, traumatic oh my god, I'm concussed. And yeah. Oh, a booby. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and he, so he starts to, like, kiss her body. At no, no point, at no point has he been like, who is this person? <laughs> so he's, like, caressing down her body and he, like, starts to feel her scales on her hips. He's not, like, deterred by this oh, at okay. all. And no, he also, like, like, doesn't stop to be like, excuse me, are you a mermaid? <laughs> You know, things continue on. They barely talk at all. And then his fingers traced over her scales, then lower, finding the slit where they parted, revealing her well-protected pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Though merfolk had gills, they fucked as intimately as any marine animals, face to face. Only when a mermaid was aroused was her hidden sex obvious, her scales drawing back from the slit and the folds within swelling in excitement. And so he's, <laughs> he starts, he like, so they're on, the, they're on the beach. He's waking up from a fucking head injury. Mm. She's like, oh, I hope my like dad slash king doesn't find out. Mm-hmm. And then he starts to finger up. And in the mermaid slit. Yeah, in the mermaid slit. Which also like, when I went into this, I was like, okay, knowing that, most fish uh, procreate in like a let's just both come into a cloud situation. Mm-hmm. I was like, hmm, I'm interested to see how this plays out. Like, will the author get creative? Will they just default to like human sort of sex with a tail? Yeah. And they did. Okay, so here's the thing though. I looked into this quite extensively. Okay. <laughs> I went onto the internet. I have. Uh, we asked a marine biologist to solve the mystery of how mermaids have sex. I also looked at How Mermaids Make Love by Amy Sumida, who is a uh, romance writer. <laughs> and I also looked at Jezebel's article, How Do Mermaids Fuck? Oh, I love that there are enough people that are like, <laughs> no, I need to know. <laughs> there are a lot. So this, I feel like we can separate this into three camps okay. of how mermaids have sex. I love that we're getting like very <laughs> specific. Yeah. And it, and, it, and it depends on the, the author, really. There's the first camp that is essentially like um, mermaids can become human. Yeah. And then they just have sex like humans, right? Yeah. Boring. And, <laughs> yeah. And that, but that's also based on 
mythology. Yeah. So there are things uh, like the Selkie, who is a seal that becomes human when it sheds its skin and is often about um, men stealing its skin so that it stays human and, you know, continues to love them forever. Ugh. Yep. Okay. <laughs> we'll come back to that soon. <laughs> There's also the Undine, which is a water nymph who becomes human when she falls in love with a man, but is doomed to die if he is unfaithful to her. So it's kind of based in a bit of mythology, the idea of like turning human. Yeah. Then the other two are whether a mermaid would fuck like the fish that it is most closely related to, uh-huh. which is a, what's it called? Pelagic fish, mm-hmm. which means that all of these fish have a slit about halfway down their fin from which they would release their eggs and sperm. Yeah, okay. But what they do is they get together in, like, groups of, like, 500 to 1,500, and they just have, like, a massive orgy. orgy. <laughs> yes, they do. But it's just, like, them, like, spurting out their eggs and sperm just everywhere. Just, like, swimming <laughs> in a cloud of cum. <laughs> Essentially, yes. Oh, fish are gross. And then, and then the eggs rise to the, like, kind of top level of the ocean and become babies, right? So that would be right. that point. Yeah. But the other option, the other train of thought... Yeah is that they have sex like dolphins. Okay. Which essentially... For pleasure. For pleasure. But also, okay, so you know how everyone's like, dolphins have sex for pleasure, and I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. But they also have sex for 10 seconds. Oh. So like, (laughs) how how much much pleasure pleasure are you getting? (laughs) Male pleasure? (laughs) There's also like a bit of like a kind of male dolphin gang rape situation going on. Dolphins? No. Which I, I think we just shouldn't buy into this, like dolphins are these like supreme creatures who have sex for pleasure kind of vibe. The only time when they are supreme creatures is in Douglas's Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Exactly. Exactly. And beyond that, let it go. Let it go. So they have slits in their, like, the front section, Mm -hmm. kind of like... Wait, so when dolphins fuck, do they fuck face-to-face? Yeah. Yeah, So they have sex face-to-face. And um, pro tip, don't Google a dolphin's penis. (laughs) Don't do it to yourself. It's, it's upsetting. It's, I've Googled some weird shit this week. <laughs> but it has not been dolphins having sex. Yeah, it's um it's it's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. It's 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 there. So they both have slits and um the dolphin's penis will like come out of the slit when yeah, it's around. Okay. Both of these, both of the books that I read seemed to play with this idea of there being a slit and then when they become aroused, their genitalia becomes apparent. I mean, it's a lot more sexy than just, like, exploding eggs everywhere. Sure. (laughs) Yes, it's more sexy and so for that I am thankful. But on the other hand, I was also kind of, like, low-key hoping for an erotic novel where they just, like, came into the air and then, like, swam (laughs) in the car. Swam around in it. Impregnate me! Yeah, I don't know. I just was... Kind of oh, there is actually, there is actually kind of like a side thing, which is that the hybridization starts below the penis or the genitalia. I hate that. <laughs> okay, good. No, well, like, lo- genuinely, the thought of a human and then the scale starting below their ball sack. It really reminds me of the picture of, like, you know, wearing your mask under your nose yeah. is like wearing a condom. Stop it. Like wearing your undies like this. That's what it reminds yeah, me. Yeah, I don't like it. Okay. okay. Alright. Back to the story. Just one just one quick okay. thing. There is, a, there is a lot of Reddit about this. As I'm well. not surprised. <laughs> and one of them, which I found quite kind of cute, you know, <laughs> um, was like, 
said, I'm going to have sex with a mermaid tomorrow. What? I don't know. I, I ignored that. <laughs> <laughs> what should I know about mermaid reproductive anatomy? I'm sorry. Is this someone genuinely seeking advice? I don't know. Let people live. Look, then, and also, know? like, I don't know the wonders of the universe. Exactly. You know, maybe he we was... have only discovered something like, and this is entirely made up, but like 15 or 20% of the ocean. Also, on that note, the ocean's fucking terrifying. Terrifying. I would not be fucking in the ocean. <laughs> I don't want to be there. No. Like, I'm not, I am not, as a human, my ancestors, like, they developed they evolved to be outside they were like, of the i am ocean. leaving I this ocean from the sea to be not in the sea anymore. i'm not going back to why the sea? do i want to go back to the sea like no. there are so many things that are evolutionarily they're gonna eat me and and that's there that like that's that's their juice that is there for me being that's, there that's their area yeah. it's the same when like whenever there's like a shark color i'm like no that's their space yeah you shouldn't be in their space also just like the prospect of the depths of how like how deep the ocean gets yeah and the fact that it's like all of like the pressure yeah squeezes you into no. a little ball it's no. like a human shouldn't be there no let's just accept it let's move on i don't want to be there and are. i especially don't want to be fucking in there <laughs> I wonder what the effects of, like, that extreme pressure would be Do you think it would heighten your orgasm because you've, like, lost, like, you're, like, lightheaded and shit? I don't know. I don't know if that increases, like, does, I mean, maybe. It's kind of like a weird, like, like a, like a. Like an asphyxiation. An aquatic version of erotic asphyxiation, I Mm, guess. Which, I mean, I mean, each to their own. It sounds genuinely terrifying to me. Uh, so he's going to have sex with a mermaid tomorrow. What should I know about mermaid reproductive anatomy to make it as enjoyable as possible for both of us? Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah, right? Like, go to Reddit for those questions. Go to the internet. Yeah. How can I make my merlady come? <laughs> exactly. All right, so so back to the story then. <laughs> all right, so he's fingering her. She's, like, all over it. And then eventually, like, she comes and then blah, blah, blah. She goes down on him. And then it's like, she pulls. Are they in the water? No, no, no. They're on the beach and it's raining because of the storm. Right. It was actually, like, quite an er- like erotic setting. I kind of loved the idea of them being on a beach while it was, like, raining. Personal so, question. Yeah. Go for it. Have you had sex on a beach? Yes. And also, sand is a no go. Oh my god, it is so upsetting. It's the worst. It is not as romantic as it seems. But. You need to be prepared. Yes. Yeah, you need some, like, you need protection there against the sand. And also protection against pregnancy, but protection against the sand. Towels and condoms. (laughs) Sorry. Well, we got really Okay. Anyway, so she goes down on him. It's very boring human sex at this point. Like, it was was hot, but it was Mm. also, like, for a human-mermaid combo, I am bored. <laughs> okay, good to know. But what I do love is when they, like, bring in, like, references to the sea into oh, things. Okay. And good. this happened a lot. And Great. so, for, as an example, she's going down on him and, and it's like, she paused a moment, uncertain, then slipped her lips over his smooth head before enclosing them around him and sucking once, experimentally. Here... She could taste his pre-cum, though it was much milder than the sea. <laughs> She's tasting the sea? Yeah. I don't well, she like lives in the sea. taste the sea, It's though. just like the air Yeah, like, them, it's right? just the air. Like, they wouldn't be like, mmm, this tastes like okay, the sea. Okay, 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 okay. And then, 
he starts to guide her to like show her what he likes, which I was like, that's hot. I'm, I'm on board with this. Like communicate what you want. Yeah. That's fine. And then it's like, she couldn't manage to swallow all of his impressive length, <laughs> but, but he seemed satisfied with what she could give him. At the very least, he didn't try to push for more. Aww, that's like, nice. Good on you for not doing the head push. Who did the head push? No one likes right? it. Yada, yada, yada. They end up having sex. He fucks her in the slit. Blah, blah, blah. And then... <laughs> That's how I'm going to refer to all sex from now on. <laughs> he fucked me in the slit. And then she hears more humans in the distance. She bails. She fucks off to the ocean. And she's like, it was better this way, she told herself. He wouldn't know that she was real and assume that it was some dream after hitting his head and nearly drowning. And she just, and that's the end. She just leaves. Oh, that's the end of the story. Yeah. And I was like, respect, because no happily ever after. It was like actual erotica. They just had sex. She was like, bye. Mm. Off to try and not get killed by my merman king. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. So I feel like at this point, it's worthwhile touching base on this idea of the Little Mermaid, the, the, the story we're all familiar with from Disney, but also the original story, which is fucked. Yeah, which is like, I mean, pretty classic Hans Christian Andersen versus Disney. Classic. <laughs> it is a classic. Like, did you know that he was queer? I did not. Yeah, he was gay. As, well, I mean, that's how it's taught. He may well have been anywhere on the spectrum, but yeah. like they they position him as gay. He apparently he wrote the Little Mermaid in the aftermath of a really brutal rejection from his male lover. Huh. That is interesting. No, I did not come across that. I did come across some which I thought was quite interesting. The idea of the of mermaids as a trans symbol yeah i i came across that a bit as well yeah so the idea of the tail which is red as phallic uh being replaced by the mermaid's genitals the mermaid's transformational narrative yeah as a symbol for trans woman's identity um yeah i mean on, on a sense i was like this is cool but also i wish that there were enough stories of trans women they didn't have to go digging <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> into yeah. Into these kind of stories for it. And I think the main point, if people haven't read Hans Christian Andersen, the main point is that there are very rarely happily ever afters. Yeah. As a little, like, synopsis, do you want a synopsis of the Hans Christian Andersen story? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Okay, so it's written in 1837. And so essentially it's a very similar story to, like, the Disney tale. The Little Mermaid saves the prince from drowning. Um... But in this story, mermaids, when they die, they turn into sea foam, to like bubbles, essentially, and they cease to exist. Whereas humans, when they die, they have an eternal soul, which goes to heaven. And so already we're playing into this kind of like moral narrative, right? Um, And so she goes to the sea witch and she's like, I love this human. I love him. I want to be with him forever. I want a soul. And the sea witch is like, great, that's fine. I'll give you legs. But... Whenever you walk, it's going to feel like you're walking on knives and you'll be bleeding <laughs> for the rest of your life. So it's like, it's quite dark. And she's like, mm, great deal. Sounds good. Um, and so the sea witch is like, look, if you win his heart, then you will um, like live happily ever after and you'll gain a soul. But if he marries someone else, then you will die of a broken heart and you'll dissolve into sea foam. And she's like, it's fine. I got this. I'm going to, like, seduce him with my feminine wiles. 
whatever. Long story short, as we know from the from the Disney thing, he the prince marries someone else and the mermaid's heart breaks. Then her sisters rock up and they've got a dagger and they're like, just stab him. Stab him in the heart. Stab him in the fucking heart. And let his like blood drip on your feet. Exactly. Blood drip on your feet and then you will be free and you can live your life as a mermaid with us. And she's like, I love him too much. Which is fucking bullshit. I hate it. Stab him. I hate it. Stab Stab him. him. Stab him. I would stab him. I would absolutely stab him (laughs) at this point. But she's like, no, I can't. I love him. I can't. And so then she's essentially, long story short, she's sentenced to 300 years of good deeds for mankind, not not mermaid people, to earn herself a soul so that maybe, not even definitely, (laughs) maybe she can ascend to heaven. And to that I say, no fucking thank you. (laughs) I would stab that man. I think the other thing is I was reading stuff about, you know, the idea of uh, the tail being castrating of of men, particularly mermen. Oh, yeah, right. I read a lot about mermen, but um, one of the things that they were talking about, which was just kind of like this, like, what moment for me, was the idea that one of the ways that they show that mermen are still manly is by having a phallic symbol such as the trident. Oh, because it's not enough for them just to have a throbbing cock. (laughs) Well, they don't. They've got a slit. Um, I mean, but... From that emerges a throbbing cock. <laughs> throbbing cock. I mean, maybe not in Disney. <laughs> yeah, not in Disney. You're right. So the idea of this, like, the Little Mermaid in Disney having this really patriarchal bent of, like, the authority is um, explicit when Ursula misuses the trident and brings chaos and mayhem to the ocean and it takes a man having the trident in hand again for the ocean to be back to its mm, normal state. Interesting. I love Ursula. Oh, Ursula's the best. She's got the best song. She's got the best makeup. Yeah. She's fucking great. She's excellent. I'm all here for Ursula. Bring on Queen Ursula. <laughs> Let's take a break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And so I ended up reading a second book, <laughs> The Merman's Kiss, a steamy mythology romance. And so this whole story is essentially about a romance between a merman and a human woman called Brianna. Mm-hmm. And so it opens up with this woman, Brianna, who has a negative pregnancy test. And it turns out that her and her husband, Eric, which Ooh. is you know notable name there, <laughs> Hat tip to the little mermaid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they had a traumatic stillbirth and they were trying to get pregnant again. Um, Brianna's really unhappy and there are all these things like she and Eric had, had been married three years before she had realized that he was such a cold fish Ooh. and would never change. But the, but he wasn't the only fish in the sea. <laughs> Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of fish. There's so much. Like <laughs> okay. they really play on this throughout the entire book, which I was here for. 
she's really unhappy. Within a page and a half, Brianna is jumping into the ocean with weights tied around her hips. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. It got real, really, really quickly. Okay. So that was intense. And then out of nowhere, this man starts kissing her. In the ocean, she a is, man is midway her. through drowning and someone starts kissing her and she suddenly like loses sense of like, oh I'm drowning and starts kissing this person back. And then, you know, she's starting to feel like this throb in her core. And then all of a sudden her legs locked around him and she pulled him close again, arched to meet him, silently pleaded for more, and then nat- as naturally as breathing his cock filled her. Like, she's fucking Whoa. drowning. She's... Is she naked drowning? Yeah, well, she, she couldn't get the weights off her, so she was, like, struggling uh, with her, right? Okay. Yeah. So she has regrets. She's suddenly like, I don't want to commit suicide. Suicide. This is a terrible idea. And then suddenly a man comes, and they are fucking while she's dying. Right. But she's like, He's oh. not like, I'm going to help you to the... To the, to the surface. He's well, like, I'm going to put my dick in you first. So, then... okay, so from the description of the merman, which we switched to, let me read you the description. Xantu had seen her struggling and had only meant to check her body for salvage, a weakness inherited from her father. So he only attempted, he was just going to try to save her, right? Mm-hmm. Then she but then his dick got in the way. Like. Then, then she wrapped herself around him like a squid, a oh very hot squid. His cock had erupted from its sheath like a narwhal's horn through ice, ready to claim her heat before his brain even had time to process the act, the irrevocable act. And now the green-eyed beauty owned him, body and soul. Unlike the more pros- promiscuous mer-females who would search out and copulate with anything with a penis, mermen bonded for life. <laughs> a merman who bonded was doomed you for had life. You a very aggressive finger action going in this. <laughs> a life of misery as his mate strayed again and again. He would raise the children, coddling them like a father seahorse until they too left him. Most mermen died of broken hearts. (laughs) Which is weird because that's directly in contrast with like most of the folklore around water nymphs. Yeah. Which is essentially the women become humans for men and then the men are shitheads and so they die right so initially i read this and i was like okay on the one also against against dolphin sexology because the women take care of the children and the men fuck off so you know so initially i read this and i was like okay on the one hand i'm kind of into this like seeming role reversal here where like Mermaids are fucking around, doing whatever they want with no responsibility or consequences, similar to human men, (laughs) right? Am I right? While the mermen are sort of like pigeonholed into this like, you're like clingy and you're obsessed with finding the one and you have to look after the children. But on the other hand, I was also like, oh, this perpetuates this weird, like evil, seductress, mermaid, sort of siren trope. Right, mm-hmm. 
But what is like probably the most alarming about this book was that Brianna, this human woman, she's like coming down at the ocean as this merman's mate, but she starts to sort of hate the mermaids as well. And Zantu, this main character merman, starts to emphasize how much he likes that she's not like the rest of these mermaids. And it really sort of reeked of this whole like, you're not like other other girls. girls. Right? Because all of these little mermaids were like these devilish women who just like loved sex and hated <laughs> commitment. You know? <sighs> anyway. And then um, if you'd like, I can read you some of the sex scenes. Yes, please. Yes. Yes, please. <laughs> he pursed his lips and gently blew a stream of bubbles against her collarbone. She shuddered. Surprised, enjoyment vibrating through her thought connection. Yeah, I guess you could never like breathe on someone in the water. No. It would always be bubbles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Side note, they can communicate through thought. Tele- telepathy? Telepathy. As a side note. Uh-huh. Um, and so he can communicate with her through telepathy? Yeah. And she can communicate. Because she can't sing in like mermaid voice. Uh-huh. Right. Whatever. Uh-huh. Okay. Anyway. It was interesting, though, on that note, is this idea of, like, singing to to men. Yeah. And um, there's actually, like, quite a bit of stuff in the the descriptions of mermaids that actually maybe they just sing to each other. Yeah. And, and the men are like, hey. <laughs> exactly. And it's a tension between what the male gaze wants to see through their own lens versus, you know, what the female mermaid is actually doing. Oh, I mean, it translates so well to human life, right? Yeah, right. Um, but I think it ties into this. Like, like, I think that now is a good time to talk about this connection between sirens and mermaids, right? Yeah, definitely. And this, I so initially, early, early days, sirens and mermaids were very distinct things. Sirens being half women bird creatures, whereas mermaids were half women fish creatures and initially it comes from the assyrian goddess who was a woman fish that's that's kind of like the first yeah kind of idea of mermaids is this goddess really. yeah but there's a lot of like there's a water there's a lot of water sprites yeah and a lot of water nymphs and that kind of stuff so yeah. it's it's hard to tell like where exactly a mermaid is and where a selkie or whatever kind of exactly. Ends, exactly and a good point to note is that it's not just in western uh, folklore it's across all over the world there are there's folklore around um, half fish or half like sea creature and human forms. Quite honestly, I feel like a lot of it is that there were a lot of men who were at sea and were navigating ships, and sometimes they ran those ships into rocks. And they had really no one just to blame it on. To blame it on these some women, sort of, <laughs> some sort of sprite that yeah. made them run aground. Yeah. So (laughs) what I think is really interesting to note is kind of like the conflation between sirens and mermaids, because initially they weren't the same thing. And then as we've progressed into sort of nowadays, they've kind of become the same thing. And like, and this idea of a mermaid or a siren being like this seductress, temptress idea. Whereas back in the day, back in like the 14th century or even earlier than that, the idea of sirens was this idea of um, knowledge. Knowledge. Like the allure of them was not because they were sexy. And it's interesting the mermaid being used as 
quite a sexual object really these days and um in the middle ages the mermaid motif was used as a symbol of lust which actually led to the term mermaid being a synonym for for a sex worker yeah in the middle ages so they were called mermaids interesting um which and also it's not the same in folklore of mermaids and of water nymphs and whatever you want to call them like they aren't necessarily the most beautiful people no sometimes they're quite horrific yeah they're scary yeah and um which is i mean i have some respect for the producers of harry potter and yeah, they, they really retained the mermaids as being like quite horrific. Quite scary, yeah, yeah, exactly. And that was the point. Like they dragged you to their doom kind of thing. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't like this, oh yes, please have sex with me and my little mermaid slit, you know. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think it's it's really interesting, like looking at like the Disney version as an example, like it's kind of been like manipulated into this idea of lessons for young girls, like quite literally about silencing their voice. And also about being under the protection or the domain of one man or another, like from their father to the prince. And you also, also think you also think of like the things that you see with mermaids are quite often combs and mirrors. Yeah. Which are quite kind of like vanity yeah. objects. Yeah, totally. Um, and then like also about, I mean, the overarching story for, for most of these these tales is kind of like the moral implications of what it means to be a young woman seeking out your own desti- destiny or exploring the world. And the retribution that comes with that if you like break free of society's expectations. Like that's the overarching motif, which is fucked. <laughs> Quite simply. Uh, So anyway, to sum up this story that I read, this woman, Brianna, and this man, Zantu, end up together. They're bonded for life because that's how... She hasn't had a choice in that, has she? Not really. (laughs) Like, just because this this mermaid... Oh, did I finish this? I didn't even finish this. She threw her head back, hips thrust forward... And he took the opportunity to slide his fingers over her folds, discovering her clit, waiting like a little clam. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> and then her hands slipped from his chest to wrap around his ribs, nipples hard as tiny shells <laughs> crushed against his flesh. Blah, blah, blah. Long story short, turns out there's a whole lot of, there's so much plot, mm. but... As is the, Essent- the running thing. Essentially, they run into some danger. The mermaids are evil. The mm. mermaids are these awful temptresses that, like, almost kill them and do awful things. They seek some wisdom from a whale. <laughs> <laughs> if I lived in the sea, I would also seek well, wisdom from I mean, a whale. I mean, they're old. Yeah. Um, and then Zandu's like, oh, no, Brianna could never live in the sea. She's a human. And so he ditches her onto a beach and then has regrets, gets some wisdom from a whale, and then goes back, and then they live out their life as humans in the human world. Okay. All right. So so she can't live in the sea because she doesn't have a tail? Yeah, like she's weak and... Yeah, she is. I mean, humans are weak. They, yeah. they don't belong in the sea. They I don't mean, belong they, in the sea. No, I'd be like, take me back to the land where I belong. I'm sorry that you mate bonded with me yeah man but i didn't ask that i was literally trying to kill myself i was just drowning (laughs) and you just put your dick inside of me so really that's on you (laughs) i mean fair right so 
yeah, it was a lot. Mm. It was a lot. Mm -hmm. Okay, to wrap this up, I thought it would be fun to share some, like, fun, sexy fish facts. I do love fun, sexy fish facts. There's, like, a fish that builds, like, a massive pile of rocks to have sex with another fish. I mean, that sounds sexy. Yeah, it's really impressive. I saw it on David Attenborough. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, okay, so, whales. Uh Uh-huh. Grey whales. Not a fish. Not I mean, a fish. Can I just say oh, <laughs> Grey whales, it's very common for them to have to mate in pods of threes. They, they essentially have threesomes with two males and a female. Oh, devil's threesome every time. That's a lot of work. There's a specific type of fish called a mouth breeder. <laughs> Great. Um, oh, gross. I, I don't know, but it sounds gross. Carry so on. So essentially... Uh, the female of this species of fish will lay their eggs and then pick them up and carry them around in their mouth. And then in order to fertilize the eggs, the male has to come along and jizz in their mouth. Mouth fuck them. Yeah. (laughs) Essentially. Yeah. Cool. And then they give birth from their mouth. Oh. I mean. (laughs) Last one. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So anglerfish. So the female anglerfish is... Wait, are the anglerfish the one with the little lights? Yeah, so they're the ones who live at the, like, fucking depth. Yeah. Who are glow in the from dark. From Nemo. Exactly. Yeah. Where <laughs> most of my fish knowledge comes from, to be entirely Fair. honest. I mean... <laughs> All right, so the female anglerfish is about ten times bigger than the male anglerfish. Right? So far, I'm on board. Yeah. The males rely solely on the females for food and for protection. And all they give back in return is their sperm. Right? <laughs> and so when scientists start... It's not a good deal. <laughs> Female anglerfish. Run. <laughs> so when scientists started to study anglerfish and they like collected all these specimens, they noticed they were all female. And they also noticed that most of them had like this little parasite thing attached to them was it called a man yes (laughs) and so as it turned out the male anglerfish was just fucking tiny bites into the female and then it like attaches itself and like literally like fuses itself to the female it becomes a gelatinous mass and Uh. like its eyes and its internal organs all kind of disappear there you go. All I can think of is that episode of Rick and Morty where um, their parents go to the the marriage counsellor and oh, yeah. Jerry is just like that worm. Oh, and he's such a little fucking worm. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I think of. Jerry's that- a piece of shit. Yeah, Jerry is a worm. Jerry, nah, 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 nah. But that's all I think of with the anglerfish. Mm. Books love.